The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome, everyone, to... <laughs> Why is it that whenever we let you say hello first, you say it so slow and like a robot? I don't honestly know anymore. Welcome to the Sisters Grim Podcast. See, why can't you just finally? Like that? <laughs> finally, yeah, no. you guys were having uh, another episode. Yeah, no, our uh, podcast has been shut down longer than the government. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we've had a, a couple people be like, "Hey, um, hi, Fogel, hi, hey, shut the fuck, <laughs> Fogel, hi." Oh my god, that is a uh, that Iconic is a super bad super that bad. is a super bad quote that does not get a lot of. As much credit but as it holds deserves. Up. But holds up the most out of so, probably all of guys, them. So, guys, my New Year's resolution is for our podcast to come weekly again. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's my only one, because I don't fucking care other than that, honestly. No, yeah. Uh, the only resolution I have is to, like, not die. Yeah, that's usually mine. Yeah, I resolve not to die. So this episode is going to be the Brothers Grimm story, fairy tale, life, life and stories of life and stories the of, the bro- of Wilhelm and but, uh, uh, part five. Part five. But Wait, how do you say five in German? <clears throat> Sorry. Fumpf. 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 Like fumper from Bombi. Einsweiger Fumpf. <laughs> We'll get to six later. Fumf. Okay, yeah, I can't. I can't it's wait to fumf, find you out. Guys, fumf, fumf. Fumf, baby. Fumf it up. Okay. So before we get into the Brothers Grimm, though, fucking, I feel like we haven't talked forever, and there's so much that's happened, and there's so many movies that we've watched. I'm gonna talk about them backwards, chronologically. So I'm gonna talk about the one that we watched the most recently, which is Cam. I mean, that was the one you and I watched most recently. Right. I've well, watched, like, 10,000. Yeah, 10, but yours aren't notable. Um, mine are, like, really fucking notable and, like, do really well on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, Cam, fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Um, it's about a girl who is a Cam model for, the, for a living, so she puts on, like, Cam shows. And, basically, the movie is about her trying to become number one. Yeah, I on her respective cam website, <laughs> and what happens is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Plus, her cam room is really. Oh cute. my god, it's so cute. The lighting, the lighting, the vanity, is perfect. She actually like I have like a vanity theory now that or not theory. <laughs> what the fuck? I have a vanity idea. I don't. Where Pinterest, did you get the funding like, for that your vanity? <laughs> That made me want to put up a vanity in my house, and I'm going to. Do it, bitch. Get that cool lighting where it's, like, um, depending on what, like, lighting you're going to be Pinky in. Pinky purple. Pinky purple makes you look the prettiest. Pinky blue? 
Like a pink and a blue light makes purple. You know what I'm saying? Purple. Like color theory, bitch. Okay, so hey. that's pretty much all I wanted to say about Cam. Did you have anything else about it that you really like? liked, didn't like, um, thought was cool? I told you I liked the lighting. <laughs> yeah, lighting's great. Okay, so then after Cam, and we're going again backwards, uh, Bandersnatch. These are like oh, all fuck. Netflix things, yeah. pretty much, that it, we're going to be talking about. And we want- Netflix is fucking putting their pussy on the fucking pavement and doing shit this year, everybody. Ouch. I don't want to put my pussy on the pavement. It's cold outside You got to right put now. your pussy on the pavement. We yeah. need to put our pussies on the pavement about this podcast. We really fucking need to put right, our pussies so on the pavement. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, uh, we, we, we want to talk about these before they become irrelevant. irrelevant because, I mean... <coughs> which kind of, like, some of them already are, but that's okay. It's like whatever. So yeah, Bandersnatch. Some people love it. Some people watched, you know, all of the footage. Oh, yeah. Holly literally took like notes, like copious notes. Yeah, no, I have about, um, I don't know, a hundred pages of notes. I've seen the movie. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's just such. So it's, if you're not familiar with it, which I'm sure you fucking your all own are. Destiny. It's a choose your own adventure yeah. game, but it also is interactive on Netflix. So yeah. they used this software called uh, Twine, I think, or something, and it makes it interactive so that you it's just it's very stressful because you have to make the characters choices for them and you can't just like sit back and watch right. and you get a time well, and there's a lot of choices it's not just like every once in a fucking while it's like pretty often no and i mean there's been people there was someone on reddit who literally did not have work the day that it came out because he came up with like a the basically like the whole like um like a spreadsheet for it i went down a cre- i wanted to figure out like how many possible ways there were to watch it mm-hmm. thinking but it's not even like that it's like so fucking crazy the way it goes like yeah. because i watched it when you and i watched it because um it was so different because i just like let you make the decision right yeah i totally picked it just the way i yeah and to. i saw shit i I yeah. still hadn't seen. So the one thing that I didn't like about it is that like you would do something and then it would be like nope, and it's like okay, if I'm not supposed to pick that, then don't give me the option. Um, I don't want another fucking choice. I don't want to brag, but that didn't happen to me once the first time I watched the movie. Oh, good for you. I know. Holly must be fucking cool. It's not cool, Morgan. I went crazy, <laughs> and I can't watch that movie again. Well, but I, I will. I honestly didn't like. Yeah, totally Morgan didn't like it. You're not a big it. sci-fi girl uh was it sci-fi fuck yeah was it yeah it was like what it was technology match okay science I like technological fiction. movies yeah and well, i like sci-fi okay okay i'm sorry to come at you for it jeez and i'm just gonna say that um oh and this is actually a two-part statement um final destination three when that movie came out on dvd it had like a pick your own destiny like version and it was cool and that was like 2005 so this isn't like anything new well and apparently they use the same software there's a lot of children's on yeah on netflix kids which obviously we don't Shrek, spend a i remember lot of time. had a good one well, Shrek, the DVD. Uh, well, no, I mean box. on Netflix. Oh, like they have those oh, cool. kind of like you know how like fucking Dora would be like, or no, on Blue's Clues they'd be like, hey, where the fuck is it? And be like right in front of Steve's face. Yeah, you dumbass. Or so, Dora would be like, is it under the rock? No, Dora, it's clearly just next to that tree. Yeah. Ugh, you know what oh I'm saying? God. Oh, and then the second part was they are um, apparently rebooting Final Destination. Of course they are. Right. 
People can't come up with original ideas. The guys who uh, Except for did Bandersnatch. some of the Saw movies and they did The Collector and The Collection, they're writing it. Oh, cool. I liked those a yeah. lot. So I that's another thing. But yeah, Bandersnatch was like... Morgan didn't like it. I was obsessed. I got too obsessed. Yeah. If you have seen it, I went down the hole. Yeah. I was Colin. I'm Colin now. Okay. So another crazy thing that came out on Netflix that was fantastic was Bird Box. There's some... Spe- like, there, it's... Uh, you either love it or you hate it. I think it's pretty stupid that there's the Bird Box Challenge where people are just walking around with bandanas Well, yeah. It's like, hey, maybe not if you don't have to. That's as dumb as the Tide Pod Challenge, except not as bad. No, Tide Pod's worse and gross. Um, people are but Bird Box stupid. is fucking crazy. The whole first part of the movie... I was just, I just kept going, he's in this? She's in this? I know. That's MGK? Oh, right. I didn't even know that was MGK. Is that Oliver from The O.C.? Fuck you. Like, everyone was in this fucking movie. I know. And it's so weird because John Malkovich played himself. Pretty much. He was literally, they were like, just be you, man. And he's like, got it. Gonna be a dick. He's like, for sure, man. He's like, I'm actually shit faced. But it was so good, and I, I actually really, want to watch it again because I've only I only saw it the one time. But yeah. the one thing that like made me mad is they made me believe that there was gonna be like a Sarah Paulson, Sandra Bullock like lesbian fantasy. A lot of people thought that. I thought they were sisters from the beginning. Really? A lot of people were like. Like, someone posted a picture, like, it was a meme of, like, Sarah Paulson in that movie where she, it's, like, right before, spoiler alert, something happens, and she, like, looks really nervous, and it was, like, when you realize that Sarah Paulson is Sandra Bullock's sister, and I'm, like, I never, like, they said I fully thought, like, me and Maria, because, so, Maria really wanted to watch it. I was, like, maybe. I kind of want to watch another episode of Bad Girls Club. (laughs) Of course you did. But, um... And then I was like, let's watch the trailer or whatever. And so we turned it on. And that's like the first thing I saw. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah, you told me, um, like, watch it. Don't go in, like, knowing yeah, anything. Yeah, I said, watch it. Don't read anything. Don't watch anything. Just fucking watch it. And we've just talked about it for a good three minutes. So we did not follow. We're not giving you the same information. Oh, yeah. Fuck. But it's been so long That's now. what I'm saying. This one's not super relevant anymore. If you were going to be one of the people who watched it and cared, you would have probably already watched it by now. You would have. Anyway, moving on. More movies? Okay, so this one you have not seen, but I just really want to talk about it for a second. The Nun was good. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, and that's all I'm going to say about it. The Nun was good. End statement. Um, so we also haven't ever talked about the haunting of fucking Hill House. We have talked about the haunting have of we? fucking Hill House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about how I made that really weird scream, which I did again today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just your scream now. No, yeah, it happened. Oh. It was... <laughs> oh, what movie was I watching? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I was watching this uh, Spanish film called Terrified, Ooh. and it was really, really fucking creepy. If you follow me on Instagram, then you saw the pictures. It was the weird dude with a little butt. And no front genitalia. It was very scary, but it was like, whatever. I also watched the movie Possum this weekend. I also watched Tragedy Girls, which is like, meh. And um, this wasn't a horror movie, but I watched the movie The Late Bloomer, and it was 
very funny. Fun. It was bad, but it was funny. It's about this guy, and he had a tumor in his brain that oh pushed God. up against his pituitary gland, so he didn't hit puberty. And so he got it removed, and let's just say he hit puberty hard. hard. And J.K. Simmons is in it. Like, all these really amazing people. So watch that, <laughs> even though it's not a... I yes. mean, it's a, it's horrifying. And Britney Snow's in it, too. Snow. I started um, Sharp Sharp Objects on, on HBO. Nice. And I also... Uh, started. I got myself a seven day trail for (laughs) Shudder. Oh, cool. Because they have so many fucking good horror movies and they have a bunch of the ones on my list and also that I watched. So, yeah, the movie Possum, really weird. Watch it. Don't look into it. Just watch it. Just watch it. Um, what other fucking shit did I watch? Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. Oh, 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 upgrade. Everyone go fucking watch upgrade. Speaking of the OC, it's has Trey from the OC. Oh, yeah, you're telling me that. It is hilarious i wouldn't really consider it to be horror i mean i guess i would consider it to be more like thriller sci yeah thriller sci-fi actiony like but it is fucking amazing also i don't know if i've ever mentioned um dave built a maze ever on this well, i don't think you have and that has fucking my favorite comedian in the world nick thune in it thune and it's on uh ulu now and i suggest Ooh, everyone watches it it is so fucking funny and it's, it's so, it's scary too. It's really scary. But All right, shall we move on? Yeah, maybe we should finally get to the Brothers Grimm after, you know, do 12 it. goddamn minutes. Shit. Did you want to um, go like first or did you? Yeah. Yeah. I will go first. So, okay. uh, so first I also have a correction from January. What was January. It? Tw- it's January. December, right December uh, 16th. That was when our last episode was. I know. So, you guys are sorry. We're trying. Okay, we're going to do But what's crazy <laughs> is that our episode came out on the 16th, and that was the day that uh, Jacob Wilhelm died. Why? Why, right? Isn't that crazy? Okay, so the last episode we did, I think, was Bohemian Grove. Yes. And I Whoa, said, uh, yeah. So much has happened. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, yeah. So. Um, How was Christmas, you guys? How was yeah. New Year? Yeah. Are you. <laughs> my birthday was great. Thanks uh, for asking. My birthday was great? When was Your the... birthday happened before the episode. Did it? If it came out on the 16th, do you not know when your own birthday is? No, I forget how old I am sometimes. So does, like, a lot of people, and I don't understand Oh, it. it's because it doesn't matter. Um, so anyways, uh, we were talking about the $1 bill and there being an owl on it. I said that it's only oh, on right. certain $1 bills, and I was wrong. It's on all of the dollar bills. It's just the tiniest little owl ever. You literally need, like... A microscopic glass. No, like a telescope. Oh. I literally went into mom's well, that's, room. That's pussy shit. That ain't cool. No, I need it. it's little though. So, anyways, we're going to start out the Brothers Grimm with the classic tale The Table, The Ass, and The Stick. Me. Me. So, and me. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. When the episode, Morgan, why are you rubbing me? Where's the, uh, never mind. Keep oh, going. never mind. Cool. I found it. Uh, that was weird. Okay, so anywho, so <laughs> never do that again in life or on the podcast ever again. <laughs> it was just rubbing near your leg. Uh, so when I started reading this story, I was reading the Barnes & Noble edition that uh, is probably the most easy, like, it's like the physical copy, I think, of, like, you know, the... Yeah, com- and it's probably, like... The co- of all of the comprehensive. Yeah. yeah, And it has been rewritten, and I wanted to make sure... mine that I'm going to be reading is straight up the original. Oh, yeah, no, same, because uh, I've read 
and I, we probably mentioned this before, but the stories were originally intended for adults. <clears throat> right. And they, but uh, parents started complaining about the sexual undertones as well as other gross stuff like poop, which brings us to this story. <laughs> Love it. So I wanted, like I said, to make sure I read the good version of okay. this story. So there was once a tailor and he had three sons and one goat. <laughs> you mean an ass? Nope, no, 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 no. The ass comes later. Right. Goats, asses are like donkeys or mules, I think. I don't know the difference. <laughs> okay. Um, one day, uh, oh no, hold up. So back to this goat. <laughs> um, the goat was like, I think the dad's favorite, even though he had three kids. I think he saw the goat as a child. And because Love the goat that. nourished them with uh, all of her milk, she only got to eat the best food. And so the, and the sons were the ones who, like, brought her, like, out. So one day the oldest son took the goat out to eat and brought her to a churchyard where the best sprouts were. The son asked the goat <laughs> if she'd had enough. And the goat said, I am so full. I cannot pull another blade of grace. Baba. <laughs> Baba. So they went back home. When they got home, the tailor asked if the goat had her proper food, and the son said that she was full and she couldn't have any more. And when uh, the tailor asked the goat, he's like, My dear goat, are you full? The goat answered, How can I be full? There was nothing to pull. I looked all about. Baba. <laughs> the tailor was like pissed and got mad at his son and beat him so hard with the yardstick that he drove his son away. Whoa, you'd think that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like I said, he loves this goat. The goat's his favorite. Right. So because this is a Brothers Grimm story and there were three brothers, this happens two more times. I'm not going to go through it because... As always. The same thing fucking happens. Um, so the tailor, being left to his own devices, was the one who had to bring the goat out to feed. And he asked her, um, you know, like, are you full? And she did her little... Uh, uh, I am so full, cannot pull another blade of grass, baba. Yeah. And then they got home, and he asked her how she was, and she was like, uh, but I'm not hungry. And he's like, you stupid fucking goat. You made me, like, run my chill. I, I beat my kids for you. Right. And so he shaved the goat. <laughs> the whole goat. Okay. Um, and, uh, let's see what's up. Um, and so she ran away. Because he also cool. beat her with the yardstick. Cool. So back to the sons. The oldest son started working in as like a woodworker, and he took an apprenticeship, and he left and became a traveler, but his master gave him a little table. It was nothing much to look at, but it had one great quality. When anyone set it down and uh, like waved a tablecloth in front of it and said, table be covered... It would be full of plates and forks and knives and roasts and meats and, like, the most delicious food Yum. ever. So wherever he traveled, he didn't care because he could have the best food his heart desired. And so he thought, hey, maybe if I go back home and show my dad this cool-ass table I have, mm -hmm. he'll, like, take me back in. On his way home, though, he stopped at this inn and he showed everyone what it could do. And the innkeeper, who was, like... I picture him having, like, one of those mustaches that he twirls, like an evil guy being like, hey, right, of I, course. I could do well with that table. <laughs> and so in the middle of the night, he snuck into the son's room and he Killed stole. <laughs> no. Oh. No, he took the table. Oh. And he replaced How easy it. is it to carry this whole table around? It's a little table. Oh. It was a little, you know, just a little table. Cool. It's like one of those little uh, collocks from Ikea. Cool. Think of a little table. Um, and he replaced it with a different table. Fake. Um, so, 
whoa, weird. I just uh, read that word that was written on my page of notes. So when he got to his father's home, his father was super happy to see him. And he asked him what he'd been up to <laughs> since he'd beat him so hard what with the yardstick. <laughs> what have you been up to ever since, you know, I like beat the shit out of you. Right. Um, the son said he'd become a woodworker and the father was so impressed and asked the son what he'd brought back. And the kid was so excited to show his dad his table. But the father was unimpressed and he's like, this is no masterpiece of this a table. This is just a table. He's like, this table is <clears throat> rubbish. Rubbish. And the son was like, on the outside, yes, I agree. It looks like shit, but it has a magical power and makes food. So we should invite all of our friends and neighbors over for a huge feast because there will be enough food to provide. And he said, table be covered. But the table, because it was fake, never stirred and remained empty. And as the brothers Grimm wrote, it remained as empty as any other table that doesn't understand how to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Except for that handful of tables who do. When the tailor saw that his son was a liar and a fool, everyone at the party laughed at the son and the tailor banished him away again. The second son had become an apprentice to a miller, and he did such a good job at work that his ass, (laughs) I mean, not his ass, his boss gave him an ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he already had an ass, but, like, the boss was like, hey, want one more? And he's want like, sure. Ass? So he gave him a donkey, mule, whatever. Right. He said that the ass was of a remarkable kind, and he didn't need to wear a traveling sack, because if he waved a cloth in front of the donkey and said, Brickle Brit, gold came out of his mouth and butthole. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, the second son went out into the world, and whenever he ran out of money, all he had to do was say Brickle Brit to his ass, Brickle and there was Brit? a shower of Brickle Brit, yeah. And just gold would flow from both ends out of this donkey. Ew, poor donkey. I think he liked it. Okay. I don't know. So eventually, yeah. yeah, So eventually he wanted to go back to his dad, who would maybe not be mad now that he had a gold ass. Right. Uh, He wound (laughs) (laughs) up. Obvs. He wound it up. Is this a different son? This is the second son, yeah. Okay. Um, So I told you, well, these are all different because they all get different little treasures. So this son winds up at the same inn. And the landlord was like, okay, why does this guy who has so much money spend so much time with a fucking donkey? And, um, he, cause he brought the donkey up into the room with him, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and so when the son reached into his pocket, he had run out. And so he said he would go get some more and he went up into his room and the innkeeper was like, what? So we followed him and he peeked into the room and saw the son wave a cloth in front of the ass, say Brickle Brit. And gold pieces, you know, came out of both ends. So his dad actually saw it this time. No, no, no. This was the innkeeper. Remember? Uh, Same guy? No, twirly mustache. Yeah. So the innkeeper thought he wanted a gold-producing ass for himself. Boring. He did the old switcheroo and replaced the magical ass with the regular one, and the son knew none the wiser. So he apparently, I don't know. Was stupid. Was dumb. I would know my ass. Same. I know my ass. Um... When he got to his father's, he told him that told him that he'd become a miller. And the father asked what he had brought with him from his travels, and the son said, "Nothing but an ass." <laughs> the tailor Nothing said, but an ass. The tailor said, "We have plenty of asses here. You should have just brought me a goat because my last one was a dud." But the son was like, "Alas, father, for this is no common ass. When I say brickle bit, it spits out a cloth full of gold pieces. Call all the neighbors together, and I will make rich people of them all." Oh. Everyone came over, and the second son went to show everyone what his magical ass could do, but it just sat there. Did he not save any of the gold that the ass made originally? Um, I think it, like, ran out, and then he would have to go do the brickle 
Brit again. Hmm. Like, I don't, like, I mean... How many days was he gone, and how much fucking gold did he spend? I don't know, Morgan. This this story either takes place over a week or 15 years. It right. could literally be who fucking knows. So, um, you know, obviously the gold didn't, or the ass didn't do anything, and the son was really upset and apologized to everyone, and then he just left the father's home on his own uh, volition mm-hmm. and went back to being a miller. The third son had become a turner, who was like a metal worker. Both of the brothers wrote to him and said that um, they stayed at one inn and the innkeeper had stolen their treasures. And when the youngest son had completed his apprenticeship, his master gave him a sack with a stick inside. The master told him that if anyone ever tried to do him harm, he just had to say, stick out of the sack and the stick will beat the shit out of the attacker. Um, until the son said, stick into the sack. So during his travels, he came across the inn that his two brothers had mentioned mm-hmm. to him. And he went in and he laid the sack down on the table and began describing all of the wonderful things he'd seen in the world and said the best treasure he had acquired was inside his sack. The landlord's ears perked up and Mm -hmm. he thought to himself that all good things come in threes and wanted to see what was in the sack for himself. During the night, he snuck into the third son's bedroom to replace the magical stick with the regular one. But the son wasn't asleep and had been waiting for this exact moment. And as soon as the innkeeper put his hands on the sack, the son yelled, stick out of the sack. And the stick started wailing on the innkeeper until he was begging to stop. The son said that if the innkeeper didn't give him back his brother's table and asked that he would tell the stick (laughs) to beat the shit it up out of him again. The shit it up? The shit it up. Um, The innkeeper was like, fuck that. And he gave the table and asked back to the son. And he made his way back to his dad's. The tailor, yeah, the tailor dad um, was very happy to see his son, and the son told his father they'd become a turner. The father asked what the son had brought back, and he was like, a stick! And his dad was like, a stick? He's like, you can just get one of those from a fucking tree. But the son was like, no, 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 father. For you see, this is no ordinary stick. When I say stick out of the sack, the stick jumps out and attacks anyone who tries to harm me and beats them until they can't move anymore. With this stick, I have retrieved the table and ass the innkeeper had stolen from my brothers. Send for both of them and invite all of the neighbors over too, who I'm guessing were getting pretty annoyed at this point. They're like, oh my god. They're like, okay, a stick? Fuck. I mean, a we don't. A stick? I mean, TV hasn't been invented yet, so like, why not? Yeah, we have nothing I'm else to do. Not. So, with the stick, um, you know, he was like, let's have this big party. Obviously, I am going to dominate at the pinata. Obviously, I got my ass. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. The father was in disbelief, but invited everyone anyway. He brought out the table and asked the brother to perform his little trick, and he did. And the table was full of delicious foods. Yum. The dad was like, oh, shit. And so then he gave the other brother back his ass and said, Brickle Brit, and it immediately started puking and shitting gold. And all of the guests <laughs> gathered as much gold as they possibly could. Poor goat. You sure you liked it? This does not sound good. <laughs> I mean, they don't mention it. No, it's not the goat, Morgan. It is the ass. Right, 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 right. So, you may be asking, like Morgan, whatever happened to this goat? So, she felt so ashamed that she was bald, she ran into a foxhole to hide. When the fox came home from work, I don't know where. (laughs) uh, The market. Yeah, from the church store. He uh, saw two big eyes staring at him, and he ran away. And while fleeing, he ran into his friend, a bear. And the bear was like, dude, are you okay? And the fox was like, there's a grizzly beast sitting in my hole. And the bear was like, I got you. 
So they went to the fox's hole, and when the bear looked in and saw the pair of eyes, he too got scared and ran away. And while the bear was fleeing, he ran into a bee. And the bee asked the bear if he was feeling depressed because he didn't seem like himself. The bear said, well, if you must know, there is a beast with fiery eyes sitting in the fox's hole, and we're too scared to drive him out ourselves. The bee was like, look, bear, I know you don't like me because I'm a little bee, but I think I can help you. (laughs) The bee flew into the fox's there hole. There are so many animals in this story. This part is like, you know, in Marvel movies, how there's like a scene after yeah. the credits? <laughs> this is that, but there's no Samuel. No, wait, hold up. Samuel Jackson does show oh, up cool. in this one. Yeah. Um, so the bee stung uh, the fox on... <laughs> no, the bee stung the uh, goat on the head so severely that she ran out of the hole into the world into this hour... No one knows where she ran to. To this hour. To this current hour. hour. Wherever you're sitting right Central now. Central Standard Time, 8.19 p.m. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To this hour. Yeah, so that is the table, the ass, and the stick. And the bumblebee, I guess? Yeah, and then, like, that weird epilogue... <laughs> With the bee? I don't know. And then, you know what? That goat is just out there somewhere going, ba-ba. No, I don't think that's the noise. I thought that was a blam. Oh, goat, man. The goat really didn't, like, have a good time. No, the goat really got the shitty end yeah, of the stick. Yeah, because he just ditched him. Aw. Aw, stick. All right, so <clears throat> my first story is um called Gambling Hansel. Gambling Hansel. He was a gambling man. <clears throat> He's a gambling man. So, once upon a time, there was a man, gambling Hansel, Hansel, who did nothing but gamble. And for that reason, people never called him anything but gambling Hansel. <laughs> people were really uh, phoning it in, making... Nicknames. Nicknames. Yeah. Did Hansel go to those, like, uh, slot machine bars that they have? Probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and he never ceased to gamble. He played away his house and all that he had. Now, the very day before his creditors were to take his home from him, came the Lord St. Peter, who I don't know what his story is. Um, St. Peter. Do you know which uh, one? His, I don't Saint know a lot about the Peter. saints. Well, St. Peter, I think he's the one that meets you when you get to heaven, maybe. Oh, okay. He's cool. the one who's like, hey, here's how he's like the head of the orientation hey, program. everybody, this is heaven. He's like, hey, guys, please turn off your cell phones. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he asked him to give him shelter for the night, uh, St. Peter. So Gambling Hansel said, you can stay the night, but I cannot give you a bed or anything to eat because I gambled it all away. So the Lord said he was just to take them in and they themselves would buy something to eat, to which Gambling Hansel made no objection because he obviously wanted food. Um Thereupon, St. Peter gave him three groschen, which is this weird money that we talked about last time. Oh, right. Remember the groschens? Yes, I remember. They mentioned a type of money in mine, and I was just like, oh. Whatever. I um, thought you were going to say he gave him three groceries. <laughs> no, he gave him three groceries, and he told him to go to the baker's and get some bread. So Gambling Hansel went, but he reached the house where the other gambling vagabonds were gathered. Oh, and shit. And obviously, he went in... Well, actually, they invited him. They were like, Hansel. <laughs> Apparently, Hansel's a bad gambler also if he's lo- losing all his money. Yeah, he needs to go. He needs to listen to that uh, Kenny Loggins song. 
So they, he did they not know wouldn't when to let hold him. him leave. So Ooh. he went in and he played away the three groschen. Meanwhile, St. Peter and the Lord. So it's St. Peter and the Lord. I feel like they're getting like... <laughs> Confused. This is like a weird biblical story. Yeah. Like, they fell asleep while reading the Bible. Because Lucifer comes in later, too. Fuck yeah! Spoiler alert! So they God, were waiting. Morgan. Um, they were waiting, and uh, they were like, well, let's just go, like, meet him. And so then Gambling Hansel came, and he pretended that the money had fallen into the gutter. And oh, fuck. kept uh, talking about it and how he couldn't find it, but the Lord obviously already knew. And we're talking about, like, the Christian Lord, right? I mean, do I it's St. Peter's. Man, I think. Yeah, it's, like, Christian. So, like, uh, you know, Jesus with the Lord? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Eric Clapton? <laughs> <laughs> so he knew that he had lost it playing, and St. Peter then gave him another three groschen, which was stupid, but he was like, okay, like, let's go, like, get him, go get bread. It's all about them threes, baby. So then the Lord, once he got the bread, uh, said, do you have any wine? And he said, no, the casks are all empty. But the Lord said he was to go down to the cellar for the best wine was still there. For a long time, he would not believe this. But at length, he said, well, I will go down. But I know that there is none there. Uh, when he turned the tap, however, lo and behold, the best of wine ran out. So he took it to them, and the two passed the night there. Early next day, our Lord, <laughs> he asked Gambling Hansel uh, that he might beg three favors. Um, the Lord expected that he would ask to go to heaven, but Gambling Hansel uh, asked for a pack of cards with which he could win everything. So Gambling Hansel asked... For the three things. Is the Lord also a genie? He's God or something. Or, so, yeah, <laughs> or like whatever. So he asked know. for a pack of cards with which he could win everything, which I'm guessing just means that every time he plays with these cards, he wins. Yeah, it's just a, um, like a set deck. Also for dice with which he would also win every time. And for a tree. A Monopoly game that he'd win every single time. For a tree whereon every kind of fruit would grow. So that's just. That's one just for Hansel. Hansel liked fruit. Hansel's like, uh, I need, I don't and want scurvy. And also for which no one who had climbed up could descend until he let him. So if someone climbed up his tree to like steal fruit, they wouldn't be able to get down unless Gamblin' Hansel was like, you can get down. This has a lot of biblical themes. That is just like seems Zacchaeus like was they're a gonna eat more man. of your fruit if they're up there longer. Like if they're up, yeah, wise. I'd be like, hey, Gamblin' Hansel, if I have to be in your tree, guess who's gonna eat all guess your fruit? Yummy, 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 um, but so then he Wait, left. So he let with God Peter. stay there too. Yeah. So God, the Lord, and Saint Peter were staying there. So they go now, and now Gambling Hansel at once set out to gamble. Um, obviously. Um, There's and a before lot to long, he gained half the world. <laughs> Wait. Hold, wait, hold on. Gambling I, Hansel no, is now on. responsible for half of Shut the world. Shut up. So he's creating the new world order. Hold on one second. So first of all. God slash Jesus had to, was denied from like 
the inns multiple more than one occasion so, and then, okay so get back to him owning half the world half which, the world which half uh the upper hemisphere Dude, honestly <laughs> um so upon this saint peter said to the lord lord this thing must not go on at last he will win the whole world we must send death to him like we got to kill this dude or he's gonna win everything um so then they sent death to him uh, when Death appeared, Gambling Hansel had just seated himself at the gambling table. And Death said, Hansel, come out a while. But Gambling Hansel said, just wait a little until the game is done. And in the meantime, get up into that tree out there. So he was like, hey, Death, you should go, like, hang out on this tree. And Death wasn't like, uh, what? He said, gather a little fruit. And that way we can have something to munch on our way. <laughs> Uh, thereupon, Death's <laughs> dumb ass what? was like, LOL, okay. So Death climbs up. Can you imagine Death with a sickle and that, fucking rope? I was literally just tree. thinking of Death being like, uh, like, like trying uh, to find footing, <laughs> <laughs> like slipping, and then like Hansel being like, no, 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 that branch to your left, and him being like, I know, my no, foot. Hansel's gambling. All right. He's too busy gambling. Oh. So, anyways, so Death climbs up the tree. Um,. <laughs> Uh, but when he wanted to come down again, he could not. And Gambling Hansel left him up there for seven years. You'd think that death seven of all years. people, of all entities, could... The Lord, too. He's the Lord. Right. Um, so Hansel left him up there for seven years, during which time no one died. <laughs> oh. No one fuck. died for seven years. No one died. That's really not that long in the scope of things, but I bet the population went up. No, you know when people are dying right now? Now. Now. Right now. Dead. Now. Dead. Okay, Morgan, this is a Uh, scary (laughs) podcast, but you're just making it too real. Okay, so St. Peter said to the Lord, Lord, this thing must not go on. People no longer die. We must go ourselves. And they went, um... And the Lord commanded Hansel to let death come down. So Hansel went at once to death and said to him, come down. And death took him directly and put an end to him. They went away together and came to the next world. And then gambling Hansel made straight for the door of heaven and knocked at it. Who is there? Gambling Hansel. (laughs) Jesus. Ah, we will have nothing to do with him. (laughs) Be gone, said the door to heaven. So he went to the door of purgatory and knocked once. Who is there? Gambling Hansel. So it's Ah. the Catholic Lord. Apparently so, yeah. Gambling Hansel. Ah, there is quite enough weeping and wailing here without him. We do not want to gamble. Just go away again. Then he went to the door of hell. And there they let him in. And they were like... Welcome to hell, baby. But nobody was home but old Lucifer. Wait, what the fuck? No one was home in hell? Apparently not. No one was home. They were busy in the world. And no sooner was Hansel there than he sat down to gamble again. Lucifer, however, had nothing to lose. But with his misshapen devils and gambling Hansel, he won in front of all of them. Oh, wait, hang on. Wait, did this did this story just turn into the devil went down to Georgia? Pretty much this just turned in, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind. He was way behind. He was... This this is literally the gambler uh, and Charlie Daniels <laughs> devil went down to Georgia meshed. Yeah. So at this point, now he's playing against Satan and he keeps winning. And so at this point, St. Peter said, Lord, this thing cannot go on. We must let him in or he's going to overthrow the like he's going to overthrow heaven. Like he's going to be in hell and he's going to overthrow us. So they let him in, um, but Gambling Hansel instantly began to play again in heaven, and there was such a noise and confusion, apparently, that there was no hearing what they themselves were saying. Therefore, St. Peter once more said, Lord, this cannot go on. We must throw him down, or he will make all heaven rebellious. So they went to him at once and threw him down, and his soul broke into fragments and went into the gambling vagabonds who are living this very day. What? This very day, if you are a gambling vagabond, gambling Hansel is a part of you. Know that. So it's that's like, the moral of the story. That's, okay. <laughs> that story, I'm sorry, made no fucking sense. Pretty much, like, gambling like, Hansel, like, like literally, gambled. I, I, it's just, the, it's, um, it was interesting. It was the first, story that had like a biblical undertone or not yeah undertone. but it's kind of not surprising that there would be that well yeah i mean i didn't know what religion uh the brothers Grimm, um you know adhered to adhered to but uh that's weird yeah i'd never heard one i just the thought Lord. it was interesting and also i liked the name gambling hansel yeah, I think gambling was, Hansel. It's hard to pick. We're getting down to like the nitty gritty of the stories. Oh, we ain't even. I tell you, Holly. But back to speaking of Hansels, right? My next story is Hans, but I can say Hans. Hans dumb. Yeah, I don't know why I can't say Hansel. It's because Chicago. Hansel. Hansel, <laughs> get your jacket. So oh, Hansel. Yeah. So this is the story of Hans Dumb. There once was a king living happily with his daughter, and the princess had a I didn't know I was pregnant situation and Love it. just had a baby and no one who the father was. They should have just gone on Mori. Right. He figures out everything. Yeah, just go on Mori. Just gone, Maury. Uh, the king was really angry because it was the 1800s, and he sucks, and heaven forbid a woman has a child out of wedlock. Fuck. Right. Uh, the father told the princess they would have to um, all go to church with the baby and give the baby a lemon, invite a bunch of hot local bachelors, and whoever <laughs> the baby gave the lemon to would be the father. It's very bachelor. This is a very bachelorette. Very bachelorette, bachelorette <laughs> and I live for it. Also, the new season of The Bachelor. Oh, Jesus Christ. Started. Morgan. I'm just going to say it started. Okay. Uh, but... In this town, there was a crooked man with a hunchback, and everyone hated him because they thought he was super gross, and they all <laughs> called him Hans Dumb, just like how they did Fucking rude. Yeah, just like with Gambling ha ha Hansel. They, uh, Gambling Hansel. Yeah, just Hans Dumb. Gambling Hansel. Hans Dumb. But turns out, Hans ain't that dumb, because somehow his hunchback ass managed to blend in with a crowd of hotties, nonetheless, nice. and snuck into the church, and as luck would have it, of course the baby gave lemon, the lemon, that is, to Hans Dumb. Mm. The king was so upset that his daughter had to marry Hans Dumb that he put them and the baby into a cask and set them off to sea, which seems like a huge overreaction, in my opinion. 
If anything, it's the baby's fault. And also, how old was this baby that it could hold a lemon and hand it off to another person? That is not the dexterity of a newborn. I don't so know, like, dude. I've how... seen some kids, like, I've seen straight up babies, like, using cell phones like I do, and it fucking freaks me out. You did roll over. Has like, anyone else seen that? It's scary. A baby baby? Oh, I rolled over the day I was born, but that's because I'm extremely strong. Well, I would just like to point out that I wrapped my the umbilical cord around my neck and then unwrapped it. <laughs> but anywho, right. I was like, let's make this hard. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> You're like, hello. Hello. I can do it. <laughs> um, so the princesses in these stories always get the shitty end of the stick. And it's always the king who has to make these rules. And he always follows through with them, even though he's the fucking king. And he could have just been like, uh, that was a practice round. Uh, I'm pretty sure the baby meant to give the lemon to Jeremy, and then he just, like, throws the lemon at Jeremy because he's the fucking king, and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but people were, like, really honest at this time. I, I mean, he's a man of his word. I'll give him that. So... They're in the cask, and the princess is crying and complaining, and is like, why did you even come to the church? There's no way you have anything to even do with my baby. And Hans Dumm <laughs> was like, actually, I do. I wish you would have a baby, and you did. And the princess was like, prove it. Wish us up some fucking food. Yeah, seriously. Hans Dumm wished for there to be food, and a plate of potatoes appeared. The princess was like, I don't even like potatoes, but I guess I'll eat them because I'm starving, and that's the literally the only food. Like potatoes. This princess. Uh, then Hans Dum wished the cask would turn into a ship, which is something you'd think he would have done much sooner. And the ship came ashore, and Hans Dum wished for an extravagant cancel with servants wearing golden robes. Mm. Then he wished he would be hot, and the princess was like, hell yeah. <laughs> he wished to be hot? Yeah, which is something <laughs> also you'd think he would have done earlier on. And the prince was like, my husband just got, like, really pretty. Yes. And so one day the king was riding his horse through the forest, as all kings do at some point in these stories. Right. And he stumbled across the castle and was like, wait, I thought I had the only castle. Why is there another castle? So he went inside and the princess was standing there. The princess recognized her father, but he didn't recognize her because he thought that she had died at sea. So either he completely forgot what his daughter looked like or her time at sea changed her as a person mentally and physically. Or maybe she like grew a beard or something. I don't know. <laughs> so the king was like, well, um, you know, it was uh, lovely meeting you, whoever you are, but bye. And as the king was leaving, the princess slipped a gold goblet into his pocket, and once he had left, she sent the knights after him, saying that he had stolen a golden goblet and put it into his pocket. Okay. <clears throat> the knights caught up with the king and were like, excuse me, sir, we got a lady saying you stole her gold goblet. Do you have the goblet? And the king was like, <laughs> uh-uh. And the knight reached into the king's pocket and pulled out the goblet and was like, oh, really? Then how the fuck did it get in your jacket pocket? I don't know why I'm making these guys <laughs> Chicago. Right. They sound like Chicago cops. Any hoozle, the knights brought the king back to the castle and the princess was like, hey, guess who just got punked, bitch? And guess who's your daughter? Me. And the king was like, oh, cool, you didn't die. I see your husband got hot. That's, like, really nice. Nice. And after reading so many of these stories, I started noticing a pattern in which Jacob and Wilhelm kind of phoned it in, like I said, at the end of their mm -hmm. stories. Because they all end, well, a lot of them do with, and they lived 
They all lived happily ever until they died. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stories are just like, everyone lived until they died. They were all happy and then they died. And it's like, uh, true. So does that mean that they aren't happy when they're dead? Or do the Grimms believe in an afterlife? Well, do they believe in a Seems al- like they don't believe in an afterlife, but they obviously do. Who yeah. knows, man? Do they believe in life after love? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> Something inside me says. I really don't think I'm strong enough. <laughs> Do you believe in love out of love? Everyone, phone it. The uh, the phones are on. Call in to vote on how good of a share impression Morgan is doing right now. Uh, We got a caller, Brenda from Tennessee. (laughs) Um, I think that Morgan. Um, is are we talking to a baby right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. What's your next story? That was like a really. That was like taking a joke and really going somewhere different with it. Because um, I'm really good. <laughs> it's talent. Um, okay, so my next story. Honestly, I picked it because it's kind of like creepy. Whoa. Also, it was short. <laughs> it's called the shrewd or the shrewd the shrewd i think though shrewd like uh, the taming wear. of the oh right that's a shrewd there was once a mother who had a little boy of seven years old who was so handsome and lovable <laughs> that no one could look at him without liking him okay but i feel like calling a seven-year-old handsome is inappropriate <laughs> To the point where everyone wanted to fuck this kid. Yeah, yeah I know. It's gross. It's fucked up. Wow. Keep um, going. His mom herself worshipped him, like, above everything else in the world, including God. Um, uh, now, it just so happened that he suddenly became ill and God took him. So he died. Crap. <laughs> Wait, oh. oh. Um, and for this, the mother could not be comforted and wept both day and night. But soon afterwards, when the child had um, been buried, it appeared by night in the places where it had sat and played during its life. And if the mother wept, it wept also. And um, when morning came, it would disappear. But as the mother would not stop crying, it came one night in the little right shroud in which it had um, been laid in its coffin and with its wreath of flowers around its head, stood on the top of her bed and said, Oh, mother, do stop crying or I shall never fall asleep in my coffin, for my shrewd will not dry because of all of your tears which fall upon it. The mother was afraid um, when she heard that, so she stopped crying. And the next night the child came again and he held a little light in his hand and he said, Look, mother, my shrewd is nearly dry. I can rest in my grave. Then the mother gave her sorrow into God's keeping and bore it quietly and patiently, and the child came no more, but slept in its little bed beneath the earth in his shrewd. Wow. That was dark. Yeah, I know, right? That was like creepypasta. I know, it was creepy. That was... that. That's a nice, succinct little... It reminds me of like scary stories to, to tell, tell in the, the dark. dark a little I know, bit. I liked it. That's why I, I liked that it. one a lot. That, that was, was a really good one. Um, Thanks, like, dude. Good pick, dude. Air high five. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So my final story is cat and mouse in partnership. There once was a cat and mouse that became friends, and they moved into a house together. I am not sure if they were dating or not. It's unclear in the stories. Okay. They may just have been FBFs. I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, but the cat friends told, with fucks. Friends with, uh, no F- friends that fuck. FTS. Oh. I probably said something wrong. I was gonna say FWB. FWB. Yes, you're right. WWWB. Anywho's all. So the cat told the mouse that she could never leave the house because she would get caught in a trap and die. So he's a little controlling. So maybe they are dating. Um, the cat. Uh, said that they needed to gather food for winter so that they wouldn't starve. So he went out and bought a pot of fat. He told the mouse that instead of keeping it in their house, you know, like normal, Mm -hmm. he was going to hide it under the altar at the church. And uh, this church is getting a lot of plugs. Like, they're going to church a lot (laughs) in these stories. Well, Um, it wasn't a lot else to do at this time. Yeah, you know, the church. Uh, The cat said that this was the best idea because no one would steal something from a church. Maybe they lived in a bad neighborhood, and that's why I didn't Mm. want the mouse to go out. I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, So one day, the cat started longing for the fat, so he came up with an elaborate (laughs) lie to tell the mouse, right, honestly, um, as an excuse to go to the church. Why he couldn't just say, I'm going to church because today is church day. Uh, to the mouse is beyond me, but he instead said that his cousin had just had a baby and they wanted the cat to be the godfather. <laughs> he told the mouse that she didn't have to come and she should just stay at home and watch after the house. And the ho- mouse was like, okay, while you're out, pick me up some wine. And the cat never brought her back some wine, which was pretty rude. Um, yeah. but he went to the church and he ate some fat off the top of the f- pot. When the cat got home, the mouse asked how the baptism went, and the cat was like, it was great. They named the baby Top Off. And the mouse was like, Top Off? The fuck kind of name is that? Right. Is it common in your family? Because that's a weird-ass name. And the cat was like, all of your godchildren are named Crumb Thief. What do you know? Really? Crumb yeah. Thief? Yeah, apparently. That's well, what everyone calls all of me. Them. All of them. Um, so a few days later, the cat was feeding him for some of that sweet, sweet pot fat again. So he lied to the mouse again, saying his cousin had another baby. And because it had a stripe of white fur around its neck, which is either, like, really important in cat culture, or the cat was just bullshitting. But I will say that I forgot these babies were actually kittens. So when the cat said, like, what color they were, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Because, like, the first one had spots. And I was like, wait, what? What? (laughs) So the mouse was like, oh my god, a white stripe. Get your ass down to that church. So the cat again went to the church and took the pot of fat out from under the altar and ate half of what was left. When he got home, the mouse asked what they named the baby, and the cat said half gone. And again, the cat, or the mouse rather, was like, what the fuck? That is not a name. I have never read it in an almanac before. (laughs) I have never seen it on babynames.com. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, again... The cat went back to the church for some more fat. So he told the mouse that his cousin had yet another baby and it was entirely black except for its little white paws. And this like never happened. So the mouse was like, okay, whatever. Can't wait to hear what this kid's name is. Uh, The mouse was starting to suspect something and said, top off, half gone. These names are so unusual. It makes me think. Sounds like rap names. It (laughs) literally sounds like new rappers. Half gone. Top off. Top off. It's tap, top off, and half gone. We're here to eat your fat. We're going to do some. <laughs> We're here to eat your fat. We're here to eat your fat. Like, what kind of fat? Like, I don't know. Just fat? I was wondering. Like, lard. 
pork fat. I don't fucking trimmings from steak. It was delish though because this cat lied like (laughs) half gone. Top half. I'm I'm half gone. You're I'm top off. Top off. Totally. That sounds like take your top off. Top off. Anyway. So I'm already half gone. <laughs> already off half gone. My friend Top Off's got her top off riding with my car with a top off. I don't know. No. So no, that was good. Mm. Anyway, so the cat like this mouse was like, These names are so unusual, it's making me think and the cat was like, All you do is sit in the house all day with your dark gray fur and your long braid and you're coming up with these fantasies and mind your own fucking business. And I haven't ever seen a mouse with a long braid before, but I bet it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, the cat went to the church and finished off the entire pot of fat and didn't get home until late at night. So when it got home, the mouse was like, oh, look who's finally home. All right. What crazy ass name does your new god kid have now? And the cat said, you're not going to like it. Its name is All Gone. All Gone is also a cool name Uh, for... I agree. I agree. We're going to make this... All Gone. It's going to be like salt and pepper. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, the mouse was like, this is the most worrisome, worrisome name of them all. Also, worrisome is hard to say. Um, mm-hmm. I've never seen that name written in print. It's not a real name. But then the mouse was just like, eh, whatever. And it just went to bed. <laughs> cool. Um, since the fat was all gone, the cat stopped making up fake babies. And when winter came, there was no food. So the mouse told the cat to go get the pot of fat that they'd been saving. And so they went uh, to the church. And the mouse saw that the pat, pat, pat of fat was uh, gone. And the mouse was like, ah, no, I see what you did, you motherfucker. Every time you said you were a godfather, you came here and ate some of the fat. <laughs> and the cat was like, be quiet. One more word and I will eat you too. And the mouse was like, all gone. And then the mouse, <laughs> the cat just was like, ow, and just ate the mouse. Um, and the story ends saying, you see, that is the way of the world. Um, yeah, also, like, kay. cats, this cat's so dumb because it's gonna starve, it already ate all the fat, yeah. and mice, not that feeling, I imagine. Especially just one. And if you could eat it with all one swallow, like, that was a very big mouth. <laughs> the fat. <laughs> the fat. <laughs> My actual rap name. Yeah, no. The fat. Yeah, that was, uh, and that... And that was the cat and mouse in partnership. Although, you know what? It was really mostly... It was not a partnership. It, it was... seemed like just one guy was telling the other guy something while he was eating his fat. And the other one was just stroking its long, gorgeous braid that mice apparently have. <laughs> True enough. Okay, so now we're about to come to the Biggie Baddie. So, uh, Best... it stumbled upon me that we've done a lot of the other big ones. You did Snow White. Yeah, we started out, our first episode we did, With like, Cinderella and the big Snow popular White. ones. Yeah. And since then, we've been doing more of the, like... Obscure. Obscure ones that, like, no one fucking knows anything about, but... And everyone's name is Hans. Everyone. It's just Hans this, Hans that, Hans your mom, Hans your... Fat. (laughs) Shut up. No, when Willem and Jacob were writing, they're like, ooh, what's a good name? And they're like, I don't know, Hans. And they're like, yes, nailed it. Nailed it. Command S, bitch. Okay, so, so now, I decided that it was finally time to do Rumple Stillskin. Rumple Mints. Rumple. Ooh, 
Ugh. I will say that I love I love the TV, I loved the TV show Once Upon a Time. It's gotten really bad, but it was really good the first couple seasons. But Rumpelstiltskin's character was my least favorite. Okay, <laughs> moving well, on. I just pick, when I picture him, I think of like a grosso fucking nasty. He's just monster. like a little guy who's like. Ah! Um, he okay. sounds like Hans dumb before he got hot for sure. So, once there was a miller, there's so many millers. They're water, right? Oh, and also, they're always poor. <laughs> like, that's they're always, always a point of the story is there's a miller, he's poor. So, he's um, not a very good miller. Apparently not. Um, but he did have a daughter who was very beautiful. Duh. Um, now, it happened that he uh, had to go and speak to the king. And in order to make himself appear important, he said to him, I have a daughter who can spin straw into gold. The king said to the miller, that is an art, which pleases me well. If your daughter is as clever as you say, bring her tomorrow to my palace and I will put her to the test. So dumbass dad said this, even though the girl can't do this. When when did she get wrapped up in a blanket like that? (laughs) I got chilly, and I also just remembered that I know the story. <laughs> I look over at Holly, and she's literally, like, blanket wrapped around her whole body, cozied up to her chin, looking like a little burrito. I just got really excited. I just started to tapping my computer like that was going to make the light go on. That's because we're used to touch screens. Whoa. Also, I got really excited to listen to the story, so I wanted to get cozy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so the girl was brought in to see him, and he took her into a room which was quite full of straw. He gave her a spinning wheel and a reel and said, now set to work. And if by tomorrow morning early, you have not spun this straw to gold during the day, then you're going to die. She was like, she well, was like, I'm um. fucked. So thereupon, he himself locked the room and left her in it alone. So she sat there crying, really sad about everything because she was like, there's no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to die tomorrow because yeah. I can't fucking do this. She's accepting her fate as right. death. Um, but all at once the door opened and in came a little man and said, good evening, Mistress Miller. Why are you crying so? Alas, answered the girl, I have to spin straw into gold and I do not know how to do that. Um, what will you give me? Said the little man. Sounds like a challenge on Project Runway. Right. If I do this for you. And she said, my necklace. And the little man said, okay. He took her necklace. He seated himself in front of the wheel and whir, 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 three turns. And the reel was full. And he put another on, whir, 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 three times round. And the second was full too. And so it went until the morning when all of the straw was spun and all the reels were full of gold. Hell yeah, Rumpel's men's skin right <laughs> ripple foreskin by daybreak the king was already there and when he saw the gold he was astonished and <laughs> delighted but his heart became only more greedy <laughs> i'm glad you like astonished that. and <laughs> delighted you sounded like don part you're Good. like Chevy Chey <laughs> Nassim Padron Okay <laughs> Okay um but he just became more greedy so he took the miller's daughter into another room which was bigger and had even more straw and he commanded her again to spin um, and that if in the night she hadn't done it, he'd die. And then he locked her in again. Same thing. She was like, no. And she was like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die. Oh um, but, Did she but turn into alas, a ghost? 
Pretty much. Um, but again, the little man appeared and said, what will you give me if I do it this time for you, bitch? Um, and she goes, how about the ring on my finger? And he was like, for shizzle. And then oh. he did it again. He span, 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 whir, 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 all that shit. And it became gold. He reminds me of, um, oh, what is his fucking name? The movie Labyrinth Huggle. Oh my god, Huggle! And he like likes little trinkets Huggle. and stuff. Yeah, he just likes little things, like likes, anything, like a like a tchotchke. He's he like, likes Ooh! he likes little things. He likes little things. He likes little things. Um, so the next morning, the king again rejoiced beyond measures. He was astonished. Shut <laughs> up! I can't. Um, but still, he had not enough gold. So he had the miller's daughter taken into an even bigger room with even more straw and same fucking deal. You know Why what I'm saying? Why do they have so many rooms just Full dedicated of, right. to straw? But Why? this time, he said, "If you succeed, you will be my wife." Ugh. Which is like, you just said you were going to kill me the last yeah, two nights in two a row. Night- I'm not totally down with no, this. No, you threatened to kill me twice, and now this time I have to be your wife? Like, that's And also, really like, weird. I'm not going to just be able to do this on cue ever for you, because I'm not really doing it. Yeah, like, is this my life now? Right. Do and you he- get nicer when we get married? Right. So when the girl was alone, this the little guy came again, and for the third time, he said, what will you give me? But this time, she said, I have nothing left that I could give. She didn't have a Nuva ring? She didn't have a- <laughs> I hate you. So he said, um, promise me this, if you should become queen, and only if you should become queen, uh, you have to give me your first child. And uh, she was basically like, who knows if that will ever happen? Like, why would I become queen even though he just said he was going to marry you earlier that day, you dumb bitch? Maybe, um, hey, maybe she had a nuva ring. She promised. And she said, okay. And so he did. And so then the next day, the king came in and he was like, OMG, girl, we get married, girl. And so a year after they got married, she um, had a baby with the king. And Idiot. she never gave a thought to the man ever. Uh, but suddenly one day he appeared in her room and said, now give me what you promised. The queen was horror struck and offered him all of the riches of the kingdom if he would leave her and the child alone. But the uh, he said, no, something alive is dearer to me than all of the treasures in the world. Then the queen began to cry. She was so upset. He felt really bad for her. He said, I'll give you three days. Um, if by that <laughs> time you find out baby. my name, then you can keep your child. Oh, right. Right. Right, right, right. I forgot. I know how the story ends. Right. So the queen thought the whole night of all the names that she had <laughs> ever heard. She went to the almanac. <laughs> Basically. Top and she off, sent, half gone, and uh, yeah, no more. She was like, there. I don't know. Top off? Um, So she sent a messenger to the country to inquire far and wide for any other names that there might be just in general. (laughs) They're like, what's Um, your fucking name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? So the the next day, the man came and she started with the name Casper. Then she said Melichor. Then she said Balthazar. And all of the names she knew, one by one, name by name. On the second day, she had inquiries made in the neighborhood as to the names of the people there. And she repeated those names uh, to him. Perhaps your name is Short Ribs or Sheepshanks or Laceleg. But he always answered, that's not my name. It's like uh, in the first Ted movie. Well, at least she's not only given like one chance. 
Because it seems like she's just like, it literally is like in the Ted movie when he's like, Angela, Shaw, like, Kara, Gia. Cheryl Lynn, Kelly Lynn. Like, fucking, I'm fucking Kelly. Hen, I'd be like, Henry, Bob, Jen, James, Mark, Luke, John, all the names of the Bible. I'd be like, Monica, Ross, Chandler, Phoebe. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, so on the third day, the messenger came back again and said, I have not been able to find a single new name, but as I came to a high mountain at the end of the forest where the fox and the hare bid each other good night, <laughs> okay, there oh, I saw a oh, little house. There. And before the house, a fire was burning, and round about the fire, quite a ridiculous little man was jumping. He hopped upon one leg and shouted, Today I bake, tomorrow brew, the next day I'll have young queen's child. Ha! <laughs> Glad am I that no one knew that rumple still skin. I am styled. <laughs> I did not know he knew how to rap. Yeah, he was a songstress. He was. Now he you was may imagine lyricist. how glad the queen was that she heard the name. And when soon afterward the little man came in and asked, "Now, Mistress Queen, what is my name?" At first she said, "Is your name Conrad?" No. Is your name Harry? Ooh. No. Perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin. The devil has told you that. The devil has told you that, cried the little man. And in his anger, he plunged his right foot so deep into the earth that his whole leg went in. And then in rage, he pulled at his left leg so hard with both hands that he tore himself in two. And that is the end of Rumpelstiltskin. Wait a second. So it ends well for the queen. It ends, I don't remember it ending with Rumpelstiltskin ripping himself in half. I know, right? <laughs> like, I don't remember. I remember. Right? I feel like, huh. That's I know, weird. right? I also don't, that's, he's such an idiot. Like, if there's someone out there who, like, why would you be out there, like, saying your name? Yelling, I Rumpelstiltskin, I Rumpelstiltskin! Yeah, literally being like, you have to find out your name, my name. Or bitch. else. And then you're just outside being like, my name is Rumbleskin. Um, well that was fun. That was so fun, you guys. Oh, you guys. You guys. You guys, fun. we're gonna try to have another episode out next week. Yeah, no, we have ideas. We, we have, have ideas. Thoughts. But it's hard when we have full time jobs and uh life beyond the jobs and other things going on and but we are going to And it to was the holiday season. Ass. We could just lie and say we were taking a holiday break. Uh, but that sounds sure. dumb. But Too like late. it's we basically we did. Else. True story. Yeah, well, that was the episode, you guys. How was it? Yeah, call in. Oh, it's Brenda again. Hello. Shut Brenda up. Brenda, you're always by Brenda, the phone. it's nine thirty. Why are you still up? I stay up past my bedtime. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> so you yeah. guys know where to follow us. You guys know where our shite is. If you don't, it's linked in this thing. Yeah, we're on LinkedIn. Oh yeah, find us on LinkedIn. Did you know that there's our mom's definitely on there because that's like all she fucking talks about. I've heard of couples meeting on LinkedIn. Same. And they got married from LinkedIn. Weirder shit has happened. Dude. I think weirder shit has happened. Um, so yeah, that's us. That's it, girl. And we will see you soon. And by see you, I mean you'll hear from us soon. And by hear from us, we mean this podcast. And by hear from us, I mean you will get a notification on your phone whether or not you are subscribed. And with that, we say bye. Bye.